0: There's quite a lot of people down for golf and fishing, and the rhododendrons are just looking
1: their best.
2: Laura always was inconsiderate. She was born during Goodwood Week, with an ambassador in the house who hated babies.
1: She had the maddest kind of ideas. Do you know if there was any insanity in the family?
2: Insanity? No, I never heard of any. Her father lives in West Kensington, but I believe he's sane on all other subjects.
0: She had an idea that she was going to be reincarnated as an otter.
2: Oh, one meets with those ideas of reincarnation so frequently these days, even in the West. Though I could hardly lay them down as being mad. Nor there was such an unaccountable person in this life that I shouldn't like to lay down definite rules as to what she might be doing in an after-state.
1: You think she really might have passed into some animal form? <laughs> what is the matter, my dear? All my speckled Sussex have been killed. Oh, dear. One of them was dragged away and eaten right in the middle of that new carnation bed that I've been to such trouble and expense over. My best flower beds and my best fowls singled out for destruction. It almost seems as if the brute that did the deed had special knowledge how to be as devastating as possible in a short space of time. Was it a fox, do you think? Sounds more like a polecat. No. There were marks of webbed feet all over the place and we followed the tracks down to the stream at the bottom of the garden. Evidently, an otter.
2: Well, I think she might at least
1: have waited until the funeral was over.
2: It's her own funeral, you know. It's a nice point of etiquette how far one ought to show respect to one's own mortal remains.
1: Yes. Yeah.
2: I shall get the otter hounds to come up here at the earliest possible moment. Oh, no,
1: Count but well, You can't dream of such a thing. I, I mean, it wouldn't do so soon after a funeral in the house. It's a case of necessity, Amanda, my dear. Once an otter takes to that sort of thing, it won't stop. But perhaps it'll go elsewhere now there are no more fowls left. Anyone would think you wanted to shield the beast. Well, well, there's been so little water in the stream lately. It seems hardly sporting to hunt an animal when it has so little chance of taking refuge anywhere. Sport? Good heavens! I'm not thinking about sport. I want to have the animal killed as soon as possible.
0: Even Amanda's opposition weakened when, during the absence of the family at the funeral ceremony, the otter made its way into the house, raided half a salmon from the larder, and worried it into scaly fragments on the Persian rug in Egbert's studio.
1: It'll be hiding under our beds and eating pieces out of our feet before long.
0: On the evening preceding the day fixed for the hunt, Amanda spent a solitary hour walking by the banks of the stream, making what she imagined to be hound noises. It was charitably supposed by those who overheard her performances that she was practising farmyard imitations for the forthcoming village entertainments. It was her friend and neighbour, Aurora Burritt, who brought her news of the next day's sport. Bitter you weren't out. We had quite a good day. We caught it at once in the pool just below your garden. Did you kill? Rather, a fine she-otter. Your husband got rather badly bitten trying to tail it. Poor beast. I felt quite sorry for it. It had such a human look in its eye when it was killed. Well, you call me silly, but you know what that look reminded me? My dear woman, what is the matter? When Amanda had recovered to a certain extent from her attack of nervous prostration, Egbert took her to the Nile Valley to recuperate. There, the escapades of an adventurous otter in search of a variation of diet were soon viewed in their proper light. She was feeling particularly serene as she made a leisurely toilet one evening in a Cairo hotel.
1: I, I, what is no, the matter no, about, my dear? That little beast has thrown all my clean shirts into the bath. Wait till I catch what you. What little beast? Mm-hmm. That little beast of a naked brown Nubian boy.
0: And now Amanda is seriously ill.
2: Hector Hugh Munro.
0: Saki, as he called himself when he wrote his stories.
2: Saki was born in Akyab in Burma on December the 18th, 1870.
0: No one seems to know why he called himself Saki.
2: And he liked to keep it one of his mysteries.
0: His sister always insisted it was taken from one of Fitzgerald's translations of the Rubyard of Omar Khayyam. Yon rising moon that looks for us again, how oft hereafter...